Zero. two pitch and this ball is hit in the air fairly deep left field Ozuna's going back at the wall leaps gone a three-run home run for Brandon Jury and the Reds lead it six to one in the sixth putter back ball away moving down to the left and he's walked it in a fist pump from Tiger Woods birdie at 16 he's only one under it's only Thursday but it feels pretty good right now. I felt good. The whole idea was to keep pushing, but keep recovering. And, you know, that's the hard part is you know, each and every night to recover. And I've been doing that. I figured once the adrenaline kicks in and we get fired up and I get into my, my little world, um, I should be able to handle business. 15 days to the spring game. Just remind y'all, in case any of you forgot, have amnesia. Fifteen days to the spring game. Two weeks from tomorrow, Teach. How about that? How about that? TJ, how about that? Two weeks Some... from tomorrow will be the spring game, and almost already to May. Fifteen days to the spring game. In case you have amnesia. Um, sounds like we got a pregame show, huh? The spring game thing. Yeah, and it'll be a little earlier than normal, just due to the fact that we've got baseball that day with pregame starting at one thirty uh, up in Lawrence. Not or- so not earlier than normal at all. It's later than normal. Later than normal? No, because spring game's not till three o'clock, is it? I thought you said it starts at eleven thirty. Well, that's the pregame start for us. Yes. Yeah. Well, usually we would start at 11 if it was a normal day. Four hours before kickoff. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah, well, we're, yeah, and we're doing a little shorter one, just 1130 to 130 and splitting it up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Balfour? Uh, yes. Yes, Balfour hmm. of Norman. Yes. Hmm. Sounds like there's some question there. Well, no, that possibly a dual location. But hmm. Balfour, certainly, 100%, you'll be at Balfour. All right. Very good, very good, very good. Um, let's start here. You heard Skip Johnson last hour, TJ. That was him. I heard him. OU baseball coach. We've been talking about this two-week stretch. 
They are three and two so far in the two weeks of death. They have four games remaining: three against OSU, one against Tech. Yeah, they'll play uh, in the next five days, four baseball games against teams ranked in the top seven. Six, actually. They go two and two. Are you happy? Oh, yeah, I'm thrilled. You go two and two over the next four. Absolutely. I'm, I'm completely satisfied with that. I agree, and I just want everyone to remember that. Let's keep this recording. Well, at the TJ. beginning of this stretch, what had I, I said four, four wins. Four. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you got one against Oklahoma State in that midweek. You got one against Texas. Now, so yeah, if you get one at OSU and that Tech game, or two at OSU, however that comes, then yes, I'm completely yeah. satisfied. They went two and two last week in the same situation, and the world was melting down. So I just want to remind you well, that two and two is a good outcome in these next. We three. know why the world was melting down. That was based off of one game. That was Sunday's game. That yeah. I'm just saying, Skip should have gone Augie in the locker room after that game. Maybe, maybe he, did. he did. I don't know if he did, but maybe he did. <laughs> but I'm just saying he should have. I don't think. Yeah. Catch the ball. <laughs> right. Catch the ball. Throw strikes. <laughs> that was the message after. They that didn't game. walk that many guys. the The bullpen needed to be better, but catch the ball. Like I feel like there's been too much. Too much blame on the bullpen and not enough on the defense. I get that, but there were a lot of balls. There was a stretch there of 18 pitches, 17 of them were balls. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, they did walk some guys. At least it seemed seemed like it. I think they walked. That's what led to the three-run shots. They need to throw strikes. There's no doubt about that. But I I know going into last week they had walked the fewest guys in the Big 12. The Oklahoma pitching staff, I'll have to look up the stats today to see if that's still the case or not. Uh, in fact, I can do that here quickly. They, it has not been a problem this season. Was it in that game? Sure, a lot of things happened. Yeah, not for the most part, yeah, you're Walk, right. Walking guys has not you know, been an issue necessarily. Maybe at some inopportune times it has been. But like I said, they came into last week leading the Big 12 and giving up the fewest walks as a team all season. So that's great. Catch the ball. You got two veterans out there in left field that ran into each other. You know? But anyway, I don't know how we got Colossa. Two and two. Two and two, you'll be happy. Hope for three and one. Would love four and zero. Oh, sure, Absolutely. two and two against this uh, stretch of teams. Again, your RPI will go up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. No, completely satisfied. With Who you got this two. weekend? Uh, so as far as the series goes, yeah. How's it going to go? Um, I would favor OSU being at their place. It's going to be a rowdy, okay. packed house. I'm going to say. They take the series two games to one. Two to one. And Which I, game will the Sooners win? I think the Sooners will win the Saturday night game. David Sandlin. That ends on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dari Noka calling that game, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, Darka. Darka. Dari Noka calling it in the dark of the night is what I meant. With Dari Noka, no doubt, calling that game remotely from the East Coast. So that's going to start at 9 o'clock in Charlotte. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, yeah, okay, here you go. Updated stats. Oklahoma has walked 99 guys this year. Fewest in the Big 12. I think so, that's, I'm not, that's got to be a misprint. I'm not saying in that game it wouldn't have behooved, behooven, behoven. Wouldn't have done uh, Javi Ramos good to not walk a couple of guys. Certainly it would have. But that has not been a season-long problem. Uh They've been getting hit. The bullpen certainly has given up hits and stuff, but the walks have been okay. They've been okay. Better than normal. Like, better than last year, for sure. Catch the ball! Oh, definitely better than last year. You're right. A defense has let them down a lot this year, so field the ball. See the ball, catch the ball, field the ball, clean throw. Yeah. I'm with you on that. OSU is spectacular defensively, by the way. OSU has 13 errors all season long. That's stupid good. What do they play, 26, 27 games? That's an error every other game. In college baseball, that's ridiculous. 988 fielding percentage. By comparison, OU has 31 errors. That's not even the most in the Big 12. Baylor and K-State have more than that. So... Uh, OSU has been sensational defensively. We'll see if that uh, keeps up. So what I was talking, I was looking through these pitching matchups, TJ. Tonight you got a couple of aces going at each other, Bennett and Campbell, once two and one, once four and one. Bennett struck out 46 and walked eight. Campbell struck out 66 and walked 12. They're both really good. Similar stats across the board. Campbell's got a few more strikeouts. Bennett's got a few less walks. Bennett's uh, ERA is a little bit better. But they're aces, and they're both very good. Then you look at Saturday's matchup, okay? Sandlin and Madero's. Listen to this. Sandlin, ERA, 5-2-4. Madero's, 5-7-3. Sandlin, 31 strikeouts. Madero's, 33. Sandlin, 11 walks. Madero's, 12. Sandlin's given up 32 hits. Madero's, 34. Sandlin's given up 21 runs. Madero's has given up 21 runs. Um... Yeah. Sunday, Martinez and Osman. Martinez ERA 404, Osman 476. Martinez 38 strikeouts, Osman 36. Martinez 16 walks, Osman 15 walks. Martinez has given up 30 hits, Osman's given up 29 hits. It's crazy. Like all three matchups this mirror weekend. each other, yeah. It's like the same pitcher for each team's going up. OU's actually got a better ERA in each pitching matchup, starting pitching matchup, Bennett slightly better than Campbell, Sandlin slightly better than Medeiros, Martinez slightly better than Osman. Uh, across the board, OSU has had the better pitching staff, team ERA-wise this year, by a nice chunk. But in the starting pitching matchup, they are almost identical every day. I don't think I've ever seen closer statistical matchups than these in Bedlam or maybe in any series. So 
there's no point there other than, wow, isn't that crazy? Stats all match up. Just got to match their attitude because they, they bring the fire. They bring the attitude. Yep. And we've seen, the crowd. We've seen uh, several Sooner pitchers bring that this year. They need to have it. They need to, they need to bring that with them. They need to bring that the, fire. They will face a uh, fired-up team, probably ticked off about what happened in Tulsa. Uh, they will face a rowdy crowd. They got those corrals out there in the outfield, especially in right field where the uh, fraternities are, and they will yell at everybody in the bullpen the whole game, and they'll heckle you, and you got it for three straight days. So you are 100% right. You have to saunter into Stillwater with an attitude. With Baker Mayfield-esque attitude. Embrace it all and give it right back. You should give the pregame speech, TJ. I shouldn't. Baker should. I think he's on. Uh, he's he in town in uh, yeah, two weeks. fifteen <laughs> days to the spring game. <laughs> How about this, too? Before we get a break, Key Brian Hayes at Pittsburgh. I think before the game yesterday or the day before, agrees to. The largest contracted Pirates history. I didn't then gets see this. hurt. Gets hurt on the first play of the game yesterday, I believe, or first play in the field. Diving for a ball hurts his shoulder or wrist. The contract is not signed. It's pending. Oh. It's pending a uh, physical. Between when he signed it and the physical, he has injured. I'm looking at this contract. That's the biggest in Pirates history? I think that's what I heard. Did I hear wrong? That's That cannot be true. If it is, what, what, that is extremely what is embarrassing. Eight-year, $70 million deal. Which well, is chump change in today's Major League Baseball world. Let me see here. I mean, it's not like Willie Stargell and those guys back in the day were making that much money. I know, I know, but come on, Pirates. Here we go. Eight-year deal. Maybe it was the longest Maybe contract. it was the longest. It was that, something that extraordinary it. Yeah, yeah. about it. Let me see here. Eight-year, 70-minute Pittsburgh Pirates. Keep Ryan Hayes. Eight-year, 70-minute Formal announcement. It is the largest contract agreement in franchise history. Oh, my goodness. I'm walk. I, I'm walking on the Pirates if I'm a Pirates fan at that. Well, like point. who's the who's the Pirate star I, since Barry Bonds I, left? That, that's know? my point, though. They haven't had one, and they haven't put out uh, McCutcheon, uh, Andrew yeah, McCutcheon. McCutcheon. Andrew should have made more than eight uh, seventy million over eight years. They got rid Pirates. of him as they soon got, as he got to that. I, point. That's the point. That's the point. Yeah, pay somebody, and that's even chump change. I'd say that's chump change. I'd take it in a second. I'm just saying, according to baseball, eight-year deals are normally coming with a price tag of 150 to 250 uh-huh. So that's shocking to me that that's the biggest deal in Pirates history. The he terrible timing with the injury, by the way. He says he's fine. He missed a bunch of games last year with a wrist injury. They're worried it's that again. He says it's not. We'll see how the physical goes, but, man. That's got to be the worst. When you're laying there, hurt, and you're going, oh, somebody bring me a pin. Get that physical done as soon as possible when you agree to something like that. 
you guys got to understand, folks, that eight years, seventy million in TJ's world is <laughs> no. In baseball world, though, it's nothing. Two houses and two boats and a circle drive and two living rooms and mattress. Like travel and with a mattress. All that kind of travel with a mattress. Uh, golden pergolas, things like that. Not much. All right, eight nineteen in the morning. We need a break. Back after this. The T Row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Sup? T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. 8 a.m. sponsor brought to you by RK Black. Been in business since 1952, helping small and medium-sized businesses through Oklahoma and Kansas with Office Technology Solutions. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. They can scan you, print you, fax you, document you up. They are your management company. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Go ahead. State Fair of Texas, 1998. Guy taps me on the shoulder. I turn around and there was a couple of police officers and a guy in an OU shirt. He said, going to finish that corn dog? I just laughed. My old man let me know it was a fellow named Bob Barry. Been listening on the radio ever since. You're right up there with Brooks and Bob. Just found out you have a morning show on Monday. Boomer Sooner, Sean and Adair. (laughs) John, uh, thank you for listening. You have questionable judgment, but thank you for listening. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, Bob and... Uh, Doesn't sound like there's questionable judgment there. The man was eating a corny dog at the uh, Texas State Fair. That's proper well, procedure. Well, that's perfectly fine, but his <laughs> play-by-play evaluation is significantly off. Bob and John are in another stratosphere, so... But thank you for finding the show. I don't know what took you so long, but thank you. Must How not, many years have we been doing this now, We must not have been looking too hard. Since uh, 04, January of 04, you and I have been doing the show. So It's like 18 years, man. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I'm with TJ. The eating on air is weird. Mm. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> but is it entertaining? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason the buzz flipped over to a traffic guy reading sports scores and Tulsa World Stories I'm sure this has nothing to do with Toby eating a hard boiled egg on air <laughs> <laughs> they dumped us finally they're like that's enough DC we says, can't take D- it anymore DC said I'm out on hard boiled eggs <laughs> we finally pushed him over the edge sorry Tulsa okay no more of that I promise uh, Toby, listening to you eat a while ago reminds me that sometimes during the baseball broadcast, I can hear you or, uh, Frazier and your nose whistle on the broadcast. <laughs> it's especially noticeable during a baseball game when it's quiet and there's no dialogue going on. That's from Joan Arlington. <laughs> Does your I've nose whistle? Heard, I've, I don't think so. I've never heard that before. Have you noticed I've that not noticed it like... And I've produced a few games for you this year, and I uh-huh. no, I and I'm saying that because I have the headphones on sometimes. So I'm not, not that I remember. No, no. I feel like that was is a George Frazier characteristic, right? He seems like a nose whistler. He may just be whistling. But in I general. have, I, I mean, listen, ask Drake. I'm kind of psycho 
in the middle of a broadcast when it comes to hearing everything going on. Like a dog like scratching in the background. High. Well, yeah, that, yeah. but like uh, that needs to be turned up. That needs to be turned down. Are you hearing that? His, his, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like Drake's probably like, dude, just calm down and call the game. So I feel like I would have heard that, but Jim is a great listener. Like Jim listens to every pitch. So I'm not going to call him uh, a liar. I'll, I'll watch the nose whistling this weekend because George is with us for all three games, whether it's me or him. <laughs> now that's going to be stuck in your head. <laughs> well, I'm definitely going to be listening. Nose is yeah. whistling or not? <laughs> I would have heard that, right? I mean, come on. You, you would have noticed it. I would have noticed it. Like I, he's got to be hearing something else. I wonder if it's on the simulcast broadcast. I wonder if it's like a TV booth thing. Hmm, that could possibly be it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this texter says on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, I hate cucumbers. Okay. All right. <laughs> Everybody's got their thing. Uh, P.S. How do you feel about it? Let's pause here for a second. TK. What? Yeah. Let's expand on this topic. Okay. How do you feel about cucumbers? I love cucumbers. I love cucumbers. Hang on. Nobody loves cucumbers. I do. You like cucumbers? No, I love cucumbers. One of my favorite things is... Uh, you dip them in anything? I can, but I can eat cucumbers by themselves. But I like, uh, I'll dice up uh, tomatoes and cucumbers, put them in a bowl together, and then put um, the Seven Seas Italian uh, dressing that you make with the oil and vinegar that you make yourself in the little uh, sure. glass container. And uh, yeah, pour it over that. Oh, yes. A little vegetable snack. I love it. Love it. I'll have it aside uh, for dinner. Love cucumbers. How about that? I don't think I've ever met anyone that says I love What's cucumbers. not to love about cucumbers? I think they're good. I don't get me wrong, I enjoy a cucumber on a salad or something like that, but it's a vegetable. It may so, be like at a restaurant my favorite part of a salad, like when the house salad comes out and it's got cucumbers, I'm like, "Yeah, give me those cucumbers." All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh here's your challenge. Find anybody else on the radio today talking about cucumbers. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, What else we got? got? P.S. The restaurant located in the hangar you're visiting in Wichita has an awesome steak, but don't ask for steak sauce. They'll probably throw you out on your ears. I won't do that. I won't do that. I do not publicly ask for steak sauce. It is, uh, we have freedom in this country, but not in that regard. Uh, We like to have the freedom to uh, speak, to bear arms. To come and go as we please, but we do not give fellow Americans freedom to use steak sauce. Uh, in that regard, we have a communistic society, TJ. Maybe there's more so support than you I know, and you not, just need to reach out. This is your I will not your platform. Be, I do not. Nope. I do not, nor will I, order steak sauce publicly, because I know it is unacceptable in this country. So don't worry. I will not also order a steak publicly. Because I know I cannot have the steak sauce. So whatever that great restaurant is, if I get the chance to eat there, I'll probably get the chicken or the pork chops or a salad. Good luck tonight, Coach Skip. If I can make it, I'll be there to cheer for you guys. I love you, Mr. OU. Boomer Sooner, go take Bedlam. Thank you, Mr. OU. I knew immediately that text was not from TJ. Uh, Thank you, Mr. OU, for coming and supporting the Sooners up in enemy territory. I'll be here for the first part of the game, for the pregame, and then 
I've got a school function tonight that I'll be at. Of course you do. So yeah. What's the function? Uh, it's like a performance big or uh, like movie night on the lawn with uh, basket raffles and fundraisers. Hey, things. your school needs to calm down. Dude. <laughs> uh, both these things were supposed to happen at different times. They've just been rescheduled and happened to be both in the same week. So This is another example of the city of Norman not buying into OU. It's Bedlam baseball this weekend. Cancel all events and encourage everyone to go to Stillwater to root on the Sooners. That's fine, Drake. You can. You can. I, I will not be up here to do the pregame. Drake has said he'll do it. Uh, I was just trying to make it easier on Drake. I didn't want to like assume he would do it. So I'm not going to be here for pregame. So look at the cooperation between you guys. We work well together. Huh. Even when I'm yelling at him. Uh, this texture would like to know, Toby. Did you enjoy a good brownie last night, or did you enjoy your good brownie last night, though? I cannot talk about that. Huh. Why is that? I do not want to public it, uh, publicly admit as to whether I did or, not, or didn't, as to the fact it could incriminate me on my current healthy eating lifestyle. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that. I thought for a second, was this uh, something you found out it was like a weed brownie after you had already consumed it? <laughs> You know what? I probably should be more cautious about people handing me food. <laughs> Older gentlemen handing you brownies. You may check what's in it, yeah. It, let's say I did, and again, I'm not admitting that I did or did not eat it. But if I did, it would have probably been tremendously delicious. But I'm not admitting I did. You understand? You know who didn't get a brownie last night that was at Rudy's? You? This guy right here, yeah. Nobody saw you there. You've got to make yourself Apparently the guy that had the brownie saw me. He came over and talked to me. <laughs> Masters leaderboard update next. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Let's go straight to the phones. Doc B is on hold. And Hello, I think Doug. it's been a big 24 hours or so for Doc. How are you doing, Doc? Okay. Casey Bookout for you? Casey Bookout, sure. His son, his son for Rose Shoes. His son does. His son. A picture for Rose Shoes. His son is Jacob. Oh, picture for OSU. Jacob Bookout, yeah. Jacob Bookout. Yeah. Okay, very good. How do we Nobody, call me from base of office. Base of office, he's trying to call me. Uh, I think the uh, mission has already been accomplished. Did you get a? Uh, did you get something from Greg Tipton yeah, recently? Yeah. yeah, shoes. Yeah, you got some new. Kicks. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I don't need your phone number then, Doc. I think we're. I think we're good. They were just wanting to get a hold of you so they could get you some new kicks. And uh, I think uh, how are how are they, Doc? You like them? Yeah, I mean, I like them. I like them, but they're, they're white. Hard to keep clean. They're white. Try to keep them clean. Yeah, you're rocking. You're rocking the Jays. Yeah. All right. Well, you needed you needed them, and I'm glad that uh, they were able to hook you up, Doc. So there you uh, go. Yeah, the Reds. The Reds are that big one for Reds off the bat. That's right. That's right. One and zero for the Reds, hey, Doc B. Hey, tonight, Rangers, right? Rangers tonight. Rangers tonight. Rangers right. 
Uh, Rangers and Blue Jays. Do, yeah. Rangers do play They're tonight. Yes, the, right. On the mound. John Gray on the mound. That's right. John Gray. That's right. Opening, opening the season star. for him. Okay. All right, Doc. What else you got for me? How you feeling about this weekend, Doc? What's going to happen in Bedlam? I need to get some wins. <laughs> we need some wins. That's well said. All right. Thanks, Doc. See you. Doc B, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, uh, TJ, it's time for a Masters Leaderboard update uh, brought to us by Blue Collar Drainage Solutions. Do you notice standing water in your yard after the storms have passed? Blue Collar Drainage Solutions are the experts in French drains in Oklahoma. Because when it rains, Toby, it drains. Call 405-430-6828 to learn more about Blue Collar Drainage Solutions, our sponsor of the Master Scoreboard Update. Sung JM, yet to tee off, starting right now. Still your leader at 5-under. Cam Smith, also yet to tee off at 4-under. Corey Connors on the course now at 3-under, joined by Dustin Johnson, Danny Willett, Joaquin Neiman, and Scotty Scheffler. All the action for today just getting started in the last hour and a half or so. Tiger Woods will tee off at 12.41 this morning, Central Time. He's at one under par, tied for 10th place right now. There's your Masters update. Doc mentioned baseball. Let's hit you with today's slate of games. It is opening day for the other half of the teams in baseball. Yankees-Red Sox, 12.05 today. Uh... Nathan Avaldi versus Garrett Cole. White Sox at Tigers at 12-10. Lucas Giolotto and Eduardo Rodriguez. Cubs and Brewers game two at 120 today. Brandon Woodruff versus Justin Steele. 205, the A's, or what's left of them, in Philadelphia. Frankie Montas and Aaron Nola. Orioles Rays at 210 today. John Means against Shane McClanahan. John Means, former West Virginia Mountaineer. 310, Dodgers play their first game against the Rockies today. Walker Bueller gets the opening day start for the Dodgers against Kyle Freeland. 310 today, Mariners at Twins. Robbie Ray versus Joe Ryan. 335, Miami goes to San Francisco. Sandy Alcantara against Logan Webb. 605 tonight, Mets and Nats in D.C. Scherzer versus Josiah Gray. Your Rangers, 6.07 specific start time tonight, TJ. In Toronto, John Gray, former Sooner, opening day starter against Jose Barrios for Toronto. Against who uh, many are picking as the World Series representative in the American League, yes. Astros and Angels in Anaheim or in L.A. tonight. Uh, Jake Odorizzi. Not sure if I'm saying that right. Against Reed Detmers. 840 Padres D-backs tonight. Sean Manaya and Merrill Kelly. If you missed it, some guy named Beer hit a walk-off home run for the Diamondbacks last night on National Beer Day. What was his first name? Uh, Seth Beer, I believe. Seth Seth Beer. And the Reds and Braves game two, the game everybody's talking about tonight in Atlanta. Uh, somebody named Reaver San Martin is starting for us tonight, TJ. Never heard of him before. Against Charlie Morton for Atlanta. I follow my team 
pretty closely. I pay attention to spring training games, probably like most people do. I mean, I'm not digging into every box score, but I'm checking to see if they won or not, who had the big game, stuff like that. There were still two or three guys on our opening day roster that I was like, wait, who's that? We brought in a reliever last night that I had to quickly Google search, like, where'd this guy come from? So. Well, when teams are rebuilding and you got guys coming up and down and they're, they'll have a guy up for two weeks, bring him back down, bringing up another guy, like, yeah, that's constant searching. Who, who's this guy? Yeah. I will say this. Reaver San Martin starting tonight for Cincinnati, pretty widely considered, and this isn't just me. I'm a homer, but pretty widely considered across baseball as the best Reaver throwing today. Is that right? Mm-hmm. The that? number one ranked Reaver is what he's considered. So we'll see how he does against Charlie Morton. I just received a text on the Comfort Air Comfort Solutions text line. I want you to know their grandson loves his Unhitch the Wagon book. Oh, great. And then we've also had someone that says, I'm with Jim, LOL. So they must be verifying the nose whistle. The nose whistling. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be on the lookout for that now. Well, probably you, to a, that's par- gonna be a paranoid. In, that's going to be yeah. in your head so much now that yeah. uh, you're going to completely botch a, uh, a call tonight, I think. I am no longer really all that concerned about the outcome of Bedlam this weekend. <laughs> Does my I am completely nose preoccupied with whether or not we're getting a nose whistling sound on the air. So thank you to Jim in Arlington for that. <laughs> 845. Chris Plank joins us. Is he in Lubbock? He is in Lubbock, yes. He joins us from West Texas next. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Do you have anyone, TJ, like you and Bronx, you're not at the age yet where you guys can share clothes. I wonder how oh, old no. he'll be when that no. day comes, when you can share shirts and things like that. Uh, no, we're not. We're not near that yet. It's pretty soon. cool. I'm gonna admit it's pretty cool. Uh, not not uh, with my boys, but me and Jay Valai uh, share wardrobes. <laughs> we're very almost identical body types, yeah, and I so you do. I bet you do. He, he has some stuff that I like and think looks good on me, and I have some stuff that he. So it's very cool to have a buddy like that. So. You should get you one of those. Uh, Chris Plank joins us live now. The crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Chris, whereabouts are you? Uh, you know what's nice is we don't play till 5, so I was able to take my girls to school this morning, and you know everyone gets a little bit freaked out when I want to drive at night down to Texas Tech now. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but I am uh, I'm, I'm making my way. Let's see here. Where I had a, I panicked because this took me a completely different way than I've ever gone before, and I haven't seen a gas station, and I was almost oh, empty. So I, I just had the panic stop to get fuel. Um, but it looks like I'm getting on the turnpike, heading towards Lot. So we got ourselves a okay. nice little four and a half hours left. So we're good to go. You're taking the southern route. I'm taking the route that um, you only take during the day. That if you take right. during the night. <laughs> <laughs> things happen yeah it can be a little problematic now you're gonna go through tj he's gonna go right through the middle of the is it four sixes ranch is that Please what it so, is yeah. tj on yellowstone four sixes oh yeah 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 
When he out there in West Texas, he's going to go right through the middle of it. So Stop and tell uh, Jimmy we said hello. Tell Jimmy, yeah. Say hi to Jimmy on your way out there. Let's go. I'm excited about this. I love this trip, to be honest. I mean, yeah. How's uh, their stadium and press box and everything out there for softball? Oh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, they, you know, it's when you're thinking about like elite press boxes. We don't have. You know, Baylor is is really really nice for softball, right? Uh, but here, you have your own booth, and honestly, you know, in this with, with where we are with the growth of this sport and kind of the development of facilities, that's that's a pretty big deal. In, in my book. So yeah. you, you get your own press box, you're good to go, and we have it. Now, sometimes we have to give it up, and they'll sit us outside because they'll have their radio, their uh, student station that comes in there, but what? that's fine. you know. Yeah, they, and they've got kind of actually, it's a funny area, and I don't mean this to knock, but they literally would then put us the last time we went there in, gosh, what would that be, like 19, I guess? But they literally told me, we'll put us right in front of the other radio booth. So they'll set us outside, but literally if they have a crowd mic that's popped out there, all they're going to hear is me. So it's always kind of funny how that works out. But, no, it's, it's, they've, they've done a nice job. It's, there, there are tons of Sooner fans come to this. And I'm telling you, I don't remember a time whenever we've been there and Texas Tech has been home for a baseball game. So that should be fascinating for this weekend. I'm going to try that during football season next year, TJ. I'm going to uh... – Tell Dave Hunziker, whoever's visiting, sorry, we've given our students your visiting radio booth. You guys have to sit outside. Please do it with Holcomb, yeah. Please do it with that crew. Come Come on, Texas Tech. Softball stand, I'm trying to think. Is it on the other side of the interstate there? Is it a little removed from the rest of the uh, complex? Correct. It's it's removed. It's kind of out there on its own. Kind of by the arena, Uh, right? The basketball arena across the interstate from that? Okay. You you can see the basketball arena for the parking lot. It uh, the first time I went, I, I think in, in seventeen, the first time I went, I literally had to call Jackie and ask Jackie Livingston, the director of ops, and say, "Where is this stadium?" Yeah, because you know most times you kind of look and find it, but it was legit, Toby. It was hid. So it's a uh, it's a nice it's a nice facility. They've done a nice job, uh, and I'm excited to get there. Listen, this is you know this is a team that has had some games this year on their schedule where you just kind of scratch your head. You're like, huh, that's, that's kind of impressive, right? They, they only lost, I mean, I think it was like 2-1. Uh, they lost to UCLA. Uh, they wow. beat Northwestern. Who's a, they beat Northwestern, who's a top-10 team. So they've had some pretty impressive games so far this season. It's not an okay. awful Could be a test. Team, but Suter should get a little bit of a test tonight. But I, I kind of think, you know, I, I joked about this with Baylor – what happened against Baylor is kind of the inverse of what I think is going to happen this season, right? I think the Sooners might get a pretty good push on Friday night against Team Aces, mm-hmm. and then by Saturday and Sunday when they see them two and three times, they're rolling. So Let's we'll see how this TJ. plays out. TJ, who you got this weekend? OU Texas Tech softball. Huh. That's a more difficult question than you asked me earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go Oklahoma. All three? Boy. Boy, what a, yeah, I'm going to go Oklahoma all three. Wow. Very difficult decision for me there. How many run rules? I'm going to say only two run rules, though. They only get wow. two of three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which game will not be a run rule? I'm going think? to say uh, Sunday ends up not being a run rule. Okay, so that mirrors the Baylor series then. <laughs> uh, 
Do you have a go-to <laughs> restaurant in Lubbock, Chris? Uh, I don't know the name of it, but there is um, there's a little Tex-Mex place. Well, I guess it's actually an authentic Mexican place, uh, and it's literally it, it it's just it doesn't look like a restaurant. It looks like an abandoned brick building, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you open the, the door and it's this this booming yeah. restaurant. It's fantastic. I'm I can't wait to check it out. I, I you know what I need to check with Matt Wells to see if he needs me to pick anything up for him. Right, I'm heading back. Yeah, you know where his just to make sure if he needs me to bring anything back to Norman for him. Did you but leave anything I, in your garage or your storage shed right. that you need me to bring that's back right. with you? Yeah. I've got a U-Haul hey, reserved uh, for you, Chris. It's loaded up, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, listen, why don't you just leave your car there? I'll have the wife drive it up. Bring that U-Haul uh, back for you. You're all good. But, hey, I, real quick, because I know how you both are big fans of Cardinal fans. I had, I had my first ever screaming, yelling match on Mad Dog Sports Radio last night. Whenever I had a Cardinal fan try to say they never, ever, ever treated Albert Pujols poorly whenever he left Ant for Anaheim. And I literally was, was almost crying with laughter because now the Pujols is back in St. Louis, right? Oh, Great to say. That love know. fest Great yesterday. To... Talk about a vomit-worthy ceremony. <laughs> Jeez. So I brought up, it's like, oh, I'm sure there's some people scrubbing their Twitters and everything. It's like, we never said anything negative about Albert Pujols. And literally... TJ Toby, it's one of the most laugh out loud funny moments I've ever had in my life. It's it's okay if you, it'd be like Thunder fans think we were never mad when Durant left. Did you actually he, go Mad Dog on Mad Dog Radio? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Screaming and yelling you know on what? Mad Dog Radio? That seems out of the ordinary. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys the audio. It is hilarious. All right, listen, Toby, we're trying something new. Wish me luck. We're going hot spot to Comrex to see how it does on the road trip. Oh, Fingers that's, crossed. That's too. That makes like my stomach hurt a little bit. <laughs> that makes my, right. Try not to let your nose whistle in the middle of the broadcast, okay? <laughs> hey, Matt, have a great call in Stillwater. We'll be listening. I can't wait to. Can't wait. Thanks, to hear you. Chris. You too. Have fun out there in Lubbock this weekend. Right, Get buddy. us three more wins. Keep a zero in that loss column out there. Plague show Let's coming up it. next. I'll be back with you tonight, 6 o'clock, uh, first pitch, 5.30 pregame at Obrate Stadium in Stillwater. Have a great weekend, everybody.